I feel like I've officially encountered the hardest straight guy question ever asked so far. Like, there's riddles and then there's this for us straight guys. Because it seems like it's pretty much the difference between a rock and a hard place, just in very, very tough ways. So here's the question. You are going to sleep and in the bed that you're about to sleep in is a gay guy and a babe. And you just so happen to be sleeping in the middle. Where do you turn your back towards? And for the typical straight guy, this is a very, very tough question. Like, this is this is not exactly a rock and a hard place considering that the baby isn't exactly a rock or some shit. But when you kind of think about it, it is quite tough for a lot of us straight guys. But fortunately for me, who has interacted with a lot of members of the LGBTQ, I don't think it's all that hard. Plus, well, if you actually do plug in sort of like real world dynamics to this and not treat it entirely like a theoretical question, it's actually a lot easier to describe because the question is, is the gay guy a top or bottom or reverse? Like that can determine whether you facing your back or you facing, you know, your front side towards them might actually affect things. Then on top of that, let's be honest about something. If the gay guy wanted to rape you, if they're bigger, if they're stronger, then there's a pretty good chance that they can do it whether you turn your back or your front towards them. Like, let's just get that out the way. But anyways, you know what? This was a theoretical question and I am plugging in too much information in that. So I will remove everything and I will answer it like the typical straight guy would with, with zero education on, on the different kinds of gay guys and without a lot of the real world dynamics sort of plugged in there. And... To be honest, I probably would face my back towards the gay guy. Like, simple as that. Now, that's more of a me thing and it's and it's personally my decision. And the reason why I'm saying that it's just a me and it's personal is because I know for a fact if this gay guy was to make a move, then considering that I used to work out quite a bit and I really did work on my glutes, plus I have done a few squats here and there, for him to actually split those cheeks... He is going to do a lot of work. Like, that man will probably tire himself more from trying to split the cheeks than from actually doing the do, if he even does get any chance to actually split those cheeks. And on top of that, like, if I was facing my front towards them, and I was dreaming and, you know, it happened to be one of those nice dreams where you feel like a babe just so happened to touch it and stroke it, who says that it's a babe who's doing it in real life and not this other guy? And if I'm facing him, then at some point it occurs to me, oh shit, I slap facing towards this guy. Then I'll wake up and then all of a sudden, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. But then again, when you kind of look at questions like this, it does show you how straight guys are afraid of stuff that isn't really going to happen in majority of the cases. Because contrary to a lot of us straight guys' beliefs, not every gay guy looks at us as a piece of meat that they'd want to fuck. Like... Yes, I know, a lot of us look at babes and we're like, this is a chance to fuck, but it's not like gay guys can't discern what's a friend and what's fuckable. Also, a good number of us straight guys aren't exactly what you'd consider attractive to a gay person. Like, some of them literally look at us and they look at the babes that we're with and they wonder what it is that the babes saw. But then again, I really can't say that much about the LGBT because I am not a part of the LGBT. What I am a part of is this podcast, which I should have started minutes ago. So with no cheeks being split, let me start by saying... 
Welcome to Breaktime on West Side, your number one Breaktime podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who believes he might just be considered attractive by both women and gay men, which means that I probably should have the woman in the middle and me on the other end because I am not sleeping next to that gay dude. I'm not. He's a man who likes his women the same exact way he likes his yogurt. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets, and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, y'all know the drill. Y'all have probably heard the drill. If you haven't heard the drill, then it almost sounds like a song. And it's about how it is that you can send the tweets that you would want me to discuss. If it's a tweet that you've seen on social media, then there's a way that y'all can send them to me. And it's a very simple drill, and it goes like this. You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you want us to discuss that tweet, you send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of at D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle, and I will take them from there and I will handle them accordingly. If it does happen to be one of those tweets that was screenshot, that was screen grabbed and posted up on Facebook or on IG, then the place to send them to is at Breaktime on Westside on Facebook or at Breaktime on Westside on IG. The DMs are always open and I will take them from there and I will handle them accordingly. Now, I want to get into the tweets real quick. Normally, I'd say, but I have something that I want us to talk about. But this time, I'm going straight into the tweets because the first tweet is actually something that people have been sharing and posting up about all week, like literally all week. And considering that it is from Twitter, I will use that and call it tweet number one. So on to our very first tweet. If you want to be happy, get an old woman from 1990 to 1999 and settle down. Those people are tired. Alright, so when I saw this tweet, first of all, like, you know that triggered feeling that you have when you're like, wait, 1990 to 1999, like, why the hell are you calling us old? Like, we're not old. Like, I'm sure a ton of y'all, if you're, you know, born within this range, hell, even if you're born probably even a little older than that, probably felt that whole oh shit like why am i being called old because a lot of the people that interact on social media that are users of social media that have how can i say matured on social media are from within the range of 1990 to 1999 now of course while it did seem like a bad thing i do honestly feel like this is a bit of like a wake-up call to a very small degree because there's a lot of people that act like they're not growing old like they're acting like they will never get old and that they do not have to move up stages in their lives like there are 30 year olds that are acting like they're in their mid-20s and there's 40 year olds that are acting like they are just about to turn 30 like there's a lot of people that are not acting within that age range and they're not trying to progress or think about the future so you find that there's a lot of people who will pretty much run through the same exact routines for like five straight years with zero advancement zero changes in anything and it's not like they're trying to grow themselves or make themselves any better it's literally just they're there along for the ride and they're just trying to have fun So for guys, it can be just going to the bar and having drinks with the boys and not really changing anything. Or, you know, if it's with the babes, they could be trying to live, you know, their favorite influencers type of lifestyle or, you know, trying to be a travel blogger or some shit, even though they know very well that they're not doing it seriously enough to actually make it a profession or some shit. But that said, like, let me move on to this entire thing, because can I really say that that people from 1990 to 1999 are the best to settle down with? I don't know. I'll give it a probability scale and I will kind of just make 
a bit of an educated guess on this entire thing. So I'd say a majority of the babes from the years 1997 to 99 will probably have the lowest probability to be a good option to settle down with. I'm not saying this in any bad faith. It's just that most of them are between 23 and 25. And they're probably still in the course of trying to figure themselves out. They don't have like that entire plan like well laid out. And there's still a lot of exploration that they're doing. Like they're still learning quite a bit. You know, there's not that much to really say would make them probably wife or even motherhood material. So that's kind of where it's at. And for those ones, I'll probably give them the red scale. Like them, they're in the red and they have the lowest probability. Then you look at people from the ages of around 96 to about what, 93? Yeah, yeah. From 96 to about 94, 93 there. Those ones are from the ages of around 25 to about 28, 29 there. And for the most part, I wouldn't really say that they have the highest probability. To a pretty huge degree, they're sort of on the 50-50 scale. Like, they're very so-so, you know, they're very 50-50. There, you'd probably put them on the orange. And, and you know very well that there's some that would make great wife material and, like, motherhood material and shit. And, you know, they they seem like they're ready to actually move on to that stage in life and they probably make a good fit but there's also a pretty big number of of babes within this age range that are also still having fun like they literally just got bombarded with adulting and while they're busy taking up the responsibilities of like full-on adulting handling their own bills and shit they're also on this other end and they're trying to have fun so maybe settling down isn't the best thing for them and even for some of them they know very well that it's not the best thing for them so that one you kind of leave it on like the orange then you look at the 93s 92s 91s and 90s those ones are probably the best and have the highest probability of actually settling down with them because most of them have had their fun from about the age of 20 21 22 23 all the way till like 27 28 like at that point in time they want to settle down they probably want to have a future they want to get married and shit like they're not just trying to have fun like they're actually thinking about the next stage in life which usually means that they're probably better primed to actually like get into marriage and you know they've done the adulting thing for a little bit and they're ready to actually get into like a good long lasting union now that said it doesn't mean that the those that are in the red or those that are in the orange are any less likely to become good wife material like this is this is on like a majority consensus scale so like there's babes who might have been born in 98 that would make for great wives and great mothers just the same way there's babes born in 92 91 90 hell even 89 that would make for shitty wives it's it's it still comes down to the individual but if you're looking at a majority scale and a much you know better pool of people to look through i've sort of tried to sort that out for you but anyways that said let us move it on so on to our very next tweet the thing is niggas cannot handle if a woman takes the same liberties as them especially with regards to sex like our society teaches them to be so wrapped up in themselves and their own conquests that they forget we're sexual beings as well plus their egos are often way too fragile to ever handle a woman who owns and has any real agency over her body and we're to blame as well because we're out here telling them that the pussy is theirs when in actuality it's ours all right 
So we're gathered here today to have another discussion and another debate that commonly takes place online about women behaving the same exact way as guys and being allowed to do it. Now, this is something that I think most feminists usually like to push on us and a lot of so-called sex positive uh, female influencers like to speak of. But I usually like to argue that for some reason, you know, we've been having the whole gender roles thing. We've been having the whole, that's what guys are supposed to do and that's what babes are supposed to do for centuries. Like, we've had it regardless of culture. Like, you can talk about the society today and how warped it is and how people are trying to do, you know, what babes are doing is what guys are doing and what guys are doing is what babes are doing and shit. But when you look at the structured cultures from back in the day, you know, there were gender roles. When you look at uh, older civilizations, there were gender roles. Like, people knew their places in society and they knew that there were certain things that they could do and there were certain things that they probably shouldn't do. Now, take that one aside even. Take that one aside. You're saying that women should have the same quote-unquote liberties as us guys in regards to having real agency over her body, which we all know is a fancy way of saying allow them to fuck people the way they feel like. And allow me to come in and say this, but that is absolute garbage. Like, I feel like that's BS to a certain extent. Because yes, people can say, oh, you know, if guys do it, why shouldn't babes do it as well? And the reasoning behind what I'm about to say is going to come out very clearly in a second, but because it's too damn easy for them. That's why. Like, it sounds like a very shitty explanation for it, but it's too damn easy. Now, the breakdown that I usually like using that is pretty much true across the board is women hold the keys to sex and men hold the keys to the relationship. Now, because of that, we are supposed to guard those keys and utilize them very well. So if you see a guy jumping from relationship to relationship, normally at some point you realize that if this guy isn't taking any time between relationships, if he's breaking up with this girl as he's already with this other girl, at some point you start sensing that there might actually be a problem with this guy and there's a bit of a red flag over there. Now, it's just the same way as guys will look at a babe who will bang this guy, that guy, the guy after that, the next guy after that, the guy that comes right after that, and we'll be like, you know what? She's probably doing it a little too much, or she's probably belonging to the streets. Now, it usually sounds like a disrespectful thing to say, but it's simply because at the end of the day, if you give your keys out too easily, too freely, then you affect your social market value and more so your dating value. Like, it's a thing. And you can continue to talk about this and say, oh, you know, women should be allowed to do it. But when we see guys who are switching from relationship to relationship, not properly scrutinizing the babe, dating any babe they can, do we sit back and say, you know what, that's a man doing a man's job, let him go ahead and do him? Or do we sit back and we're like, you know what, this person probably has a problem? Because when the babes are saying, you know what, I'm going to live free and I'm going to fuck whoever it is I want, people celebrate them for that. Like, what happened to being choosy? Babes will date one guy and as the relationship is coming to an end, they're already with another guy. It can be a rebound, it can be another boyfriend. And us guys will consider that to be okay because we understand that it's normal for babes to do that. And plus, a babe's value is usually at its best when she is in a relationship, more so a good long-lasting relationship with someone else. So the keyword being relationship, 
you're gonna be in a lot better of a place as a babe if you're unavailable for other niggas because you're with another nigga. Now with us guys, if we're able to get as many keys as possible in the name of sex that we can from babes, our social value goes up because we are able to get more of those keys from more of these babes. Because the babes are supposed to be choosy. Just the same way with us guys, giving some sort of a commitment is not something that we openly do. We do not just do it for anyone. We are choosy with that shit. And you can try and sugarcoat it by saying agency over her own body instead of saying that she wants to fuck as many people as possible. But the bottom line is she is supposed to be extremely choosy with that shit. So in one way or another, if she's going to fuck everyone, then she might as well watch her dating value start to plummet. But anyways, that might just be me. If you have your own feedback and comments on this shit, well, you know where to hit me up on. But anyways, that said, let us move it on. So on to our very next tweet. No man wants to marry a ran through woman over 30. But according to the stats, the average age of women getting married is 33. Always remember that incels views on women and relationships aren't based on reality. Okay, you might be right about it, you know, considering that incels are very, very driven by emotion to a certain degree. But before I get into everything, let me start by explaining incels, because I'm sure there's a couple of people that don't understand what an incel is. So an incel is short for involuntary celibate, and incels are pretty much guys that are pissed off at babes because they're not getting some, and to a certain degree are quite spiteful towards women. Now you could consider them to be the male version of misandrists or misandrists uh whichever way you'd like to say it now normally people would think that incels fall under the red pill community which isn't necessarily true you know i think the red pill community is more about creating an awareness of certain things and being an incel is almost like taking whatever awareness or whatever possibility of awareness and just corrupting it into into fitting towards your hatred of women now that said can i really say that you know it's it's all all non-reality that's being spoken of here i don't think so we all don't want to marry around through women like all of us guys we do not want to marry the babe that everyone has fucked yes we do have captain saver hose here and uh you know pj washington you know carrying that flag very very highly but it's not like they're particularly proud of it or particularly okay with it they just usually try to you know bypass it by saying you know what focus on her character you know blah 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 let's not pay attention to that and they usually try to deflect from it and a lot of times we usually accuse them of being pussy whipped you know one of the root causes of simping so that part is true now there are quite a number of guys that will not want to date and or marry a woman over 30 and you know for a lot of them that like oh you know that babe's definitely been in the streets you know why is she single for so long and there's a lot of stereotypes around it now i'm not going to say that such guys exist in very very tiny numbers there's a lot of guys that actually feel that way and i can't say that they don't exist they do exist it's just that the louder ones or at least the ones that are a bit more uh understanding of how the world is going know very well that most of the babes in their 20s now are probably not best fit to start getting married with up until they get towards their late 20s or they actually check into 30 because unlike our parents times where our parents would get married in the early to mid 20s 
and you know that was the most ideal time like we are molded a little bit differently we aren't hit with responsibilities as early as they were so we don't have the maturity we don't have the preparedness to move on to that stage and our responsibilities start to hit us when we're already in our 20s not when we're like 18 or 19 or some shit so there's a lot of us that aren't ready for marriage up until we're towards our late 20s or even into our 30s sometimes even mid 30s for guys so the reality of it is if you're not married right now and you're in your 20s there's a pretty good chance that you are going to be getting married to someone who is 30 when you're above the age of 30 and that's completely normal or at least in our time it is so based on that as well as many other reasons i don't think you should really listen to incels and i totally agree with what this woman said but anyways that said let us move it on to our very final tweet women are turned on by mystery push and pull and mixed signals they get bored when full disclosure is given remember women value what they work for the more time a woman invests in thinking about a guy and solving the mystery, the more she becomes hooked. Now, when I was reading this tweet and when I was looking through the comments, there was actually quite a number of babes that were disagreeing with this one. Uh, actually, even the first one that I saw was some woman coming and talking about saying that, you know, this is complete bullshit or speak for yourself. You know, it's not true. Women do not want a guy that is mysterious and and like the push and pull and the mixed signals you know like we get tired and we get bored of that shit and to be very honest if i look back at my past relationships situationships the babes who friends owned me the babes who wanted something and i haven't given them when i think back to it this entire statement that this babe made is completely true it is very very true but to a certain degree like it's about 90 percent true but to a certain degree now the reason why i'm saying that it is true to a certain degree is because women from the ages of say 18 to around 27 28 29 will actually have this work on them and it works like a charm like it's a very very normal thing hell you can even include teenagers in that because you find that that whole being turned on by the push and pull the mystery the mixed signals like I noticed that shit whenever I used to go and, and talk to certain babes and there were some babes that I just weren't interested in that were interested in me. I'd give them very little disclosure. The ones that I was obviously falling for, the ones I was crushing on, the ones that I'd end up getting friends owned by, like I'd give them full disclosure. I'd let them have whatever it is they wanted. And considering that it probably isn't the only reason why each of them dropped me or each of them friend zoned me. I can say for a fact that it's one of the more uniform things that changed how they all kind of perceived me at some point because I always felt like stuff was getting better stuff was getting really good then all of a sudden after full disclosure it's like stuff starts to go downhill soon after that now I'm not saying that it's the only thing like I said earlier but it is one major thing that sticks out from all of them now that said the reason why I was saying that it works to a certain degree and why I mentioned 18 to 27, 28, 29 there is because most babes in the absolute late 20s and in their 30s usually start to realign themselves and they start to have a more straightforward understanding of life. Uh, they, they have a much more kind of detailed idea of how they want their future to go, the kind of direction they want to take. And because of that, they probably won't respond that well to this. So you find that babes who are in their 30s already know what it is that they want. So if 
if they see a guy that they want to fuck then it's usually a couple of texts a couple of you know sugar-coated words here and there from simply saying hey i like you and i want to fuck if they want a guy that they can marry then their search criteria how it is that they'll rate guys will be based off of that it won't be no oh you know let's try something oh you know we're just taking things slowly oh he said that there's a chance and i want to take him for it like no they already know that you know what time is here i'm already in my 30s i'm not getting any younger unlike us people who are in our 20s who can fuss about talking stages does he like me does she like me does he like me not does she like me not because we kind of behave or act like you know we have all the time in the world we can continue playing around and shit like babes will go and they'll bang again they're like oh you know us guys are just smashing now but but eventually he's going to change eventually we're, we're, we're gonna start dating or some shit or it's some guy who's like oh you know we're friends but but with the possibility of more oh you know like us guys are just good friends and 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 like there might be a future this is someone that i might marry this is someone that i'd love to have a future with and she clearly sees you as nothing more than a friend hell she probably even sees you like a brother we're still a little one like because we're in our 20s we can actually beat around the bush and fuss around on such shit but once people start getting to their 30s more so the babes then this whole thing of being turned on by the push and pull the mixed signal and and having a problem with full disclosure that shit goes out the window because they have a clear path on what it is that they want if it's chasing their career they're going for that shit if it's starting a family they're going for that shit if it's taking their relationship to the next level they're going for that shit it's not about oh you know does he love me does he love me not oh why does he treat me this way but i love him blah 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 like they move past that shit but then again i might be wrong about this just the same way i might be wrong about a bunch of other things so i want your thoughts on this the dms are open on twitter it is at bagaka the d which happens to be my personal twitter handle on facebook and on ig it happens to be at break time on our site thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you are listening through castbox feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and i will attend to them accordingly and i will catch you guys on the next break <laughs>